Um, I did not fail public speaking. I just hate it. So, <laughs> um, all right. Um, first, I just want to thank all of you for being here today. If you're here, it means that you've influenced me in some way, and that means more to me than I can ever express in words. Um, gotcha. <laughs> My background in regards to faith is a little bit more confusing than Blake's. Um, I grew up in Vermont, which is statistically the least religious state in the Union. Um, their belief in God is considered a personal thing, and it's not something that people usually speak about in public. Um, my family, all of whom I'm extremely close to, consisted of non-practicing Jews, non-vocal Catholics, agnostics, and atheists. My great-grandmother, my nanny, as we called her, was the only person in my family who consistently went to church and who spoke about her faith, which was a bit of an anomaly to me. My mom attempted to bring me up in the Catholic Church, where I was christened as a baby, received my first communion, and went to catechism classes. My church attendance was irregular as a young kid and non-existent as sports, school, and life took over. Um, in my opinion, my family were and are moral people who gave me an extremely caring and loving home and upbringing. My opinion at the time was that God and religion had nothing to do with that. Um, I wouldn't say that I was ever an atheist, but more of an agnostic. I've always believed that there are some sort of higher power because how could all of this come from nothing? Um, in my small town with my loving family, good grades, varsity sports, and friends, it never felt like I needed a God, so I never really considered his role in my life. The only time I did um, was on Christmas and Easter when I zoned out through Catholic sermons, loathed the dry cracker I was forced to take as communion, and watched my nanny sing from her hymnal. I didn't understand Christianity or why she loved her faith so much. I just assumed it was a generational thing that was phasing out. Fast forward to college. <laughs> um, college for some people is really awesome, and for me it was a struggle. Um, and it was a struggle because I moved a thousand miles away, um, and I was a Yankee in a southern school of 35,000 people. <laughs> um, I'm also a perfectionist, and I always have been. And that was really, really hard for me to accomplish. So my ability... My inability to be the best eventually led to some seriously unfortunate circumstances, including um, some depression and an eating disorder um, and worse things. <laughs> At around this time was when I was first introduced to Jesus Christ. Of course, I'd heard about him before, but I never heard of him as someone to actually have a relationship with. I accepted him as my savior and my friend's Ford Taurus. Uh, but had no idea what that meant, never went to church, and although I believe he got me through my depression and my discomfort with my body, he eventually phased out of my life when I transferred schools, met some questionable people, and did some more questionable things. Uh, and then I met Blake. <sighs> I know that um, babies before marriage is technically immoral, but I wholeheartedly believe that God has a plan in everything, and Blake and I having Max was his way of saving me. Um, the month before I had him was the first time Blake asked me to come to Doolin's Grove Church. And I remember being so nervous um, that I was going to be judged for being ridiculously pregnant and unmarried uh, that I couldn't believe I was actually going. Those feelings were completely unfounded because after the, after the service, a swarm of 
what I call Doolin's Grovians, <laughs> showed me more love and support than I'd ever experienced in a church ever, or anywhere really ever, other than my family, because you guys are the best. <laughs> um, and just to be clear, I'd never experienced a loving God or a faith based, based upon love or grace. Um, and to be honest, it took me a while to figure out what grace meant. I'd never experienced a church family or had any idea what that meant. My experience with religion was impersonal, fearful, and inconsistent. Um, Blake sometimes feels that his testimony is not as moving as some, but for me, his testimony is the reason for mine, and I'm beyond grateful for that. So naturally, we experience another period of life getting in the way and church going on the back burner to babies, work, fun, and exhaustion. So I'm not really sure what called us back last spring because Blake and I were in a good place and didn't feel that we needed anything spiritual. Matt Meredith and Lynn Carpenter reached out to us about a thousand times um, telling us that we missed us and we just never really came. But this time stuck. And by stuck, I mean that I was going to begin a ridiculously over-analytical process of either proving or disproving Christ in the Bible. I remember asking Meredith to go to dinner with me where we sat, and I told her that I wasn't sure that Jesus was even a person, and that if he was, I really enjoy having a beer, swearing, and getting tattoos, so clearly I wouldn't be allowed in the Christian club anyways. (laughs) Her response, uh, in the most loving and Meredith way possible, was that first, Jesus probably doesn't care about my tattoos, and second, I was focusing on the wrong things. Some more background information um, is that when my mom made me a considerate person who always sticks up for the underdog, my dad trained me to be extremely analytical and logical, and both trained me to value my education and to be educated about everything I believe. When you add perfectionism to that, so began a several-month-long process of research into why Jesus is the only way, truth, and life that makes sense. If you know me at all, you know that when I do something, I do it 110% or not at all. So when I say that I researched it, I mean that I researched it to its death and its resurrection. Um, (laughs) I spent a lot of time in my Bible, read books about Christianity, watched documentaries, vented to my sister on pretty much every car ride, and asked Matt, Meredith, and Kara at least a billion questions. This was essential for me to build a solid foundation in my faith in Christ, but I think that what's kept it strong has been the power of God's word and the down-to-earth, loving, and real-world Christians that I've encountered along my path. I've had the privilege to watch several people live out their faith in the most honest and admirable ways. Matt and Meredith have been two of the strongest influences in Blake's in my life. They've not only been models of kindness, love, and support, but have helped us along our path without judgment. Kara and Meredith um, have given me the most supportive environment and friendship that I could ask for. (laughs) And without our weekly tea times, I don't know that I would have stuck with all of this. So thank you. Um, He's not here, but um, a colleague of mine, Todd Humphrey, has been a model of perfection as a Christian in the education world, which is not easy. Um, he's had a huge influence on me buying into Christianity as a lifestyle and not just something we do on Sundays. And lastly, my church family, all of you, um, you guys are everything to me and are the reason that I've stayed. I don't know that there was a moment that I came to Christ. I can simply feel his presence in a way that I never did before. I do remember the exact moment where I no longer had any fear. 
um, fear of anything in life or death. I was on an airplane flying back to Vermont, and like every other time on the plane, I had a moment where I was like, yeah, this plane could definitely go down. (laughs) But for the first time, I was at peace with that. I can also feel his grace, um, his grace to fail, to be imperfect, and to know that no matter what, I'm loved, forgiven for my bad decisions, and that I'll always be provided for. This has transformed me into a more considerate, loving, and positive person. My relationship with Christ has influenced my marriage, my relationship with my children, my family, my students, uh, and people in general. It's funny how being cared about makes you care and have the confidence to reach out. God has changed my whole perspective on life. And although I struggle every day to be the best that I can be, I know that I'm not doing it alone and that if I fail, I haven't really failed at all. So again, thank all of you for being here. uh, And I love you all so much.